Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Cowboys Chat with Shap. My name is Zach Shapworst. With me is Vinny Tadaro. And uh, for this episode, we're going to talk about the Cowboys' final 53 roster and also their practice squad, which were both finalized uh, today and yesterday. Um, we'll also talk about some, uh, or one in particular, uh, possible free agent signing that that we're guy that we're actually bringing in for a visit, and some other potential signings. But uh, as always, we'll start out with the uh, with a trivia question, and this week it is my turn to ask the question. So um, this guy is a quarterback who was was born the day after my birthday, September 27th, in Round Rock, Texas, which is just outside of Austin, which I didn't know. And he went to school at Texas A&M. Was he born the same year as you, or just no, the, same, the same? No, not the same. Almost the same, the same date, yeah. He went to Texas A&M. Yep. Um, Drew Henson? No. No, good guess. Um, he was, let's see, he was drafted in the fourth round by the Cowboys. And, yeah, let's just go with that. Drafted in the fourth round by the Cowboys? No. Um, he did he? I, I'm pretty. The only game I can remember him. There's okay. too goddamn many players, man. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay, so maybe he started. He started a couple games. the The first game I remember him starting was the season finale in 2010, which he which the team won. I mean, I'm going to know him when you say his name, but I, nothing's coming to me. Okay. Nothing's uh, coming to me. Uh, Clint Sterner? I don't know. No. It's uh, Stephen McGee. Oh, I forgot all about him. Yeah. Yeah, not a... God, they've gone through so many <laughs> friggin' scabs, man. Yeah. He, he was part of that uh, infamous 2009 class, which nobody amounted to anything. Victor Butler was right. our, our yeah. shining... That's when they uh, kept trading back. I remember. Yeah, that. yeah. I was at that draft. I was. Oh I was my there. god, that was that was just that was not that a good was, draft. That told you everything you needed to know about the Jones family. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a bad one. Um, and I think they're in trouble this year. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll let's let's start with a couple of the big things because so when we did our last episode, we knew Tyron Smith was hurt. We knew it was probably significant but we didn't quite because know the extent he's gonna miss pretty much all the season yeah it sounds like so and and, and the other thing is let's point mm-hmm. this out he is if not the best one of the best no I'll, hell, I'll argue he's the best left tackle in the game when he's healthy at least when it comes to run blocking I think Trent Williams 
might be better, but he's he's definitely I would say maybe pass blocking he's he's the best and and he's definitely top two or three when healthy like unquestionably elite one of the best like back in his you know when Joe Thomas was pay, playing those were like the two guys yeah you know one a one b so yeah no I completely agree with that um, that was that, that, that was a huge loss. Yeah. And you and I both we we predicted that that something something bad was going to happen there. That he was he's an yeah. accident waiting to happen. He's like Romo at the end of his career, yeah. or Aikman yeah. at the end of his career, and he's been extremely selfish. I know it seems like he's been the opposite, but no, he keeps coming back for the money, and he's blinded himself to the fact that his body is done. Yeah. It's done. There's no more Tyron Smith. He won't play next yeah. year. Well, and, and I, yeah, as much as I love him as a player, and, and, you know, last year he was a huge part of our success. Like, when he was yeah. playing, he was as good as he's ever been, even going back to his prime in, in 2014 to 2016. Last year was right up there. But... I do agree. I, I think he's that that injury is kind of like the the equivalent of Romo getting hurt in the. Um, yeah, I, I don't know Seattle, if I would say the, yeah the Seattle, Seattle preseason. Yeah. That, that was the game for with Romo where I was like, okay, he's whether he admits it or not is another is one thing, but his career is done. Even if he comes back, he's going to get hurt in, almost yeah. immediately, and that's kind of how I feel with Tyron Smith and and. As much as I respect him as a player, I, I think we are probably going to and probably should make him a June 1 cut next year. And, and look, I was saying it. I was saying their biggest problem is Tyron Smith. They need to get somebody who can play left tackle. Maybe if Tyron Smith can get through this season, let play the guy at left guard. Now, they, they, they kind of did that. They yeah. got Tyler Smith, but that's only somebody they think can play left tackle. Right. He can't play left tackle. He can't, He's never going to be a good left tackle. I, I don't know if I'll say that definitively, but I, I can feel pretty confident in saying he's not going to be a good left tackle year one, especially since he hasn't played the position in camp. He hasn't been a good left guard yet. Right. He's behind Connor McGovern. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, this is just a disaster. Yeah. It's an utter disaster. If they don't sign a Jason Peters or uh, bring Which, Andrew Whitworth out of retirement, somebody like that, they are sunk. They yeah. are absolutely sunk. If they go, like, you know, Jerry says, you know, uh, you know, we're, we're going to go with what we got with our young guys. Young guys are garbage. Yeah. All right? Yeah. You know, you don't put a fifth-round rookie out there at left tackle when you've got a, a $10 billion quarterback and you're trying to win right. a Super and you got twenty million in cap space. Like it's one thing if we're we're barely over the cap, but we've got twenty million to spend. Like and and the good news and and honestly, before this news, I was kind of like, we're I, I was in a much worse place. But we're we're bringing in Jason Peters for an interview tomorrow. Um, so I really sign hope you sign, sign him. Yeah. Yeah, I mean he—he's forty years old. That's that's the thing about him. But he is—I'm I, I, looking at his PFF grades, and 
the guy is still, you know, he's not Tyron Smith, but he's not too far off. Like his last year with the Bears, who were not a good offensive line, he was he was very good. He had like a 77 PFF grade, which is better than anyone else on our offensive line by a considerable margin outside of Zach Martin. So that would be a huge win. We can sign him for a one-year deal and you know have Tyler Smith prove himself at guard first. And if we really think he's ready for tackle next year, I'm still not thrilled about that prospect, and I hope we have a contingency. But I can live with that a lot more than throwing him in as a rookie because I just don't see that going well at all. If you think Chaz Green was bad, wait till you see Tyler Smith right. try to play left tackle. Right. Yeah. He can't even play left guard. You know, if they don't sign somebody and that person come in and have an immediate good impact, they might be worse than seven and ten, which is I, which is what I predicted. They yeah. might be they they might be five and twelve. Yeah. Okay. And I I don't see them. Honestly, at this point, I don't see how they can beat the Buccaneers. Uh, we haven't gotten around to predictions, but I yeah. think the Buccaneers are going to walk, gonna walk right over yeah. anything they want to do, and they're going to walk right all over us. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they. I wouldn't say they've got any elite pass rushers, but Shaquille Barrett is, is no joke, and really the interior guys are, Vita Vea especially, are the ones that worry me. But we'll, we'll get no, into yeah, that. That's... Yeah. But we'll we'll get in depth into that next week before the game. Um, as far as uh, really quickly to recap the the last preseason game because that what, what, that what is Jason Peters? Where, where is he, where does he stand now? Is it definitely is Free it a agent? fact that he's coming in for an interview? Yes, he's coming uh, in for an interview tomorrow. They're probably going to take their cheap, stupid <laughs> way out. And wait until after the first game to sign him, so that his salary is yeah. guaranteed. I think it's a bad idea because Tyler Smith will get Dak Prescott killed. Just bring the guy in, get him, give him as much time as you can to prepare, and stop screwing around and stop being so goddamn cheap. Stop not trusting everybody. The Cowboys don't seem like they trust anybody, which I think is trust maybe, Tyler Smith. It seems like. Well, you know, I mean they. Not you know to not be a bum you know when they've gotten a big yeah. salary these free agents you know and that might be a reflection yeah. of the Jones family because they're all a bunch of crooks you know you can't trust them as far as you can throw them they probably think everybody is like them yeah yeah unless they drafted them and then yeah you know that shows a good reflection of, of yeah. them so yeah and we see how well that paid off because Des Bryant he was a model citizen yeah yeah um. But yeah, so yeah, to really quickly recap the the last preseason game, we um, we won the game. Uh, not the, probably the biggest standout in that game was Jake Ferguson, or not Jake Ferguson, um, Peyton Hendershot, the rookie tight end who who ended up making the team yep. straight out, probably yep. on the back of that performance, um, uh, and he looked. I mean, here's I was a little surprised by that. I I, I thought he looked good in the game, but looking back at his his um, draft profile coming out, because because anytime I hear good things about a guy in camp or someone really shows out in the preseason, I look back at their 
like what they did in college and their scouting report and see if anything's changed. And, and this guy, like his his scouting report says, like he's a he's a tough guy. He'll break tackles. You know, the stuff that looked good in that game. It that's not the the issue with him. So it didn't really change. It didn't to me at least didn't really change my view on him. I think he's still going to be overmatched as a blocker. And I don't know if he's, you know, he's kind of undersized. But either way, you know, he he did have a good game. He made some nice plays. The guy that really impressed me was Deron Bland once again. And I'm I'm so glad we we kept him on the roster. I, I was really last week we talked about it. And I was really worried we were going to cut him. But he he did give up a, he gave up a touchdown early in the game. And it was it was very close. You know, he, he was in tight coverage, but he didn't turn around in time. But what impressed me so much was that after that, he had a similar situation, and like he he did, but but he corrected his mistake. And and it's a tough tough thing to do, having played cornerback in high school, to locate the ball like as soon as the receiver has it. But he had a pl- another play in the end zone where he, the guy had it in his hands and he just ripped through it and, and pulled it out for an incompletion. And that was really impressive. I, I think he has a good chance to be our, our best nickel corner outside of Jordan Lewis and maybe even better than Jordan Lewis. But to me, he was the most impressive guy I think in the whole, the whole preseason, or, or the guy that changed my view the most. Um, but yeah, other than that, the offensive line was not particularly impressive, really anyone. Um, line Our linebackers played well, and, and um, I think we kept, let me look at the kind of rolling into the, the final 53. I think we kept Devin Harper, who, who yeah. had well, a, he, he was a tackling machine. Yeah, yeah. He had a good preseason, a great game against Seattle. And um, so we kept him and uh, Luke Gifford, who I, I figured it was going to be uh, only one of those two. But uh, Luke Gifford, please. Yeah. <laughs> he did not have, at least in the PFF grading he system, can't not play a great. Linebacker. Yeah. Yeah, he he would be the guy that I would it, it once we bring someone, uh, you know, back or, or t- have to add someone, he would probably be one of the first guys I would I would yeah. cut. Um, so I did a. They're gonna put James. They're gonna put James Washington on uh, IR. Right. So that's gonna open up a spot, right? Yep. And um, Tyron Smith too. Yeah. Who? T- Tyron, Tyron Smith. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I think they, I think they already announced the two guys they were going to bring back as a result of those IR spot, IR spots. Uh, CJ Godwin. So we're, so with him, we're at seven cornerbacks, which I did not expect. Right. Um, and then the long snapper McQuaid. So we're at five. We're, we're at five cornerbacks. Two of them can't play for their lives. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Five. Well. I don't Godwin. I don't think can really play cornerback. He can play special teams. I, I yeah. would say we got four cornerbacks. Nation Wright. <laughs> yeah. No. Nation. He Nation Wright got an interception. So 
good for him, but it was a Larry Brown in Super Bowl 30. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> was, he threw the ball right at him, and, and he caught it. Good job, but it didn't change my view of him at all. Like, he, he, to me, did not have a good preseason. If I had to choose between him and, and Calvin Joseph, I would probably choose Nation Wright right now. But that's not saying a whole lot. It's more that Kelvin Joseph has a ton of baggage. He's he's injured a lot. He's already had, I feel like he's got these kind of constant nagging injuries. He missed the game because of an injury. Um, I, I just don't think he's worth it. Where And Nation Wright isn't great either. I, I wouldn't be upset if we got rid of both of them, but at least he's available. Um, and he did get an interception, which Kelvin Joseph has not gotten. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so other than that, the, the, the big, I'd say the biggest thing that probably shocked most Cowboys fans, definitely was not what I expected, is that we, we cut all of our quarterbacks and we signed Cooper Rush and Will Greer to the practice squad. Right. But as of right now, we don't have any quarterback on the final 53 roster outside of Dak Prescott. Right. And that's the way it should be. Yeah. Because neither of those guys deserves to be on their spot. And they need to find a real quarterback. Maybe they're going to. Probably not. But yeah. right now, they are desperate. And I mean desperate. At quarterback, at tackle, um, at wide receiver. Yeah. Oh, don't tell me any of these young. Hey, oh, we got a bunch of young guys who are ready to step up. They ain't gonna step up. They're gonna step in horse manure. Is what they're gonna do. Yeah. And what what I think is gonna happen, unfortunately, is that it's gonna be Ceedee Lamb and Noah Brown, which I said it before. I I don't. I don't get the appeal of Noah Brown. I just don't. He's probably a good special teams player. He can block, but that's it. He, he and that's not worth a roster spot if your position is receiver, in my mind. Hard to play special teams if you are starting receiver. That's that's a bit exhausting. Right, right. And, and that's how it's it's looking like it's going to be Lamb, Brown, and Jalen Tolbert. Which Jalen Tolbert didn't show any. Jalen Tolbert's been terrible during the preseason. Yeah. He needs a he needs. A, Ice bucket over his head. Yeah. He did. I thought he did a little he better like a bust. in this game. Ah, I, I don't think it's too early to call him a bust. But, no, but I early, think it's. But he, I said he looks like. So far, he looks like a bust. So, yeah. He's not. You, you don't want him starting yet. That's for sure. I, I think. You don't want him if playing you can, yet. If you can get. I, I still think Simi Fahoko outside of CeeDee Lamb is, is our best bet outside and then if we got a Cole Beasley for example to play slot then I'd be a lot more confident in that but it seems like it's going to be Lamb, Noah Brown, Jalen Tolbert to start. Um, We did sign we did keep uh, Dennis Houston which is a surprise to me and and I'm okay with that I, I thought Dennis Houston you know he he showed up in camp he didn't really do a whole lot in the game in the preseason no. games. 
Brandon Smith, who who I think we got on the practice squad, he he was by far the best preseason receiver. Yes. Um, so if anyone, I thought he might be the guy that would sneak on the roster. But yeah, me too. I think Dak likes Dennis Houston. I think they've got a good rapport. So um, at tight end, I I was expecting obviously Dalton Schultz, Jake Ferguson. I was expecting Sean McKeon. Yeah, he's and, hurt though. Is he? Mm-hmm. He made it to the practice squad, so. But he's hurt. Okay. Well, maybe that's part of it. That's why he didn't play. Okay. Um. From offensive line standpoint, nothing, nothing that surprised me there. Um, Matt Farniak, I I thought would make the roster, and and I think he should. I think he's a decent backup interior lineman. Matt, I should add, Matt Willetsko finally played in a preseason game and did about as well as Josh Ball, which is to say not very good. But um, still, him being healthy is, is good. I, I think I would rather, if we sign Jason Peters, I would much rather keep Matt Walatsko than Josh Ball. Josh Ball has had two seasons and has shown no semblance of being able to play the position well. Um, Walatsko is at least a new guy. Um, and they finally got rid of Ben DiNucci. Yeah, yeah, Ben DiNucci is completely gone. And I don't think anyone has signed him even to the practice squad. So, yeah. He actually, Steve McGee, a little bit like Ben DiNucci, although he played about as bad as Ben DiNucci did against the Eagles, and yet he won that game in 2010. I remember watching that game at a bar in Massachusetts, um, and it was a terrible game. But I think DeMarcus Ware had a really good game in kind of single-handedly won that but yeah Ben DiNucci the new Stephen McGee is no more um defensive line wise I was I, I kind of had gone back and forth on this but I was expecting John Ridgeway to be a a cut and yeah. we kept him and then the other potential. one potential and, and they need mm-hmm. a backup one one technique yeah well, I mean, I think they're... Size. It's size. It's a size yeah. game. They, want it. they finally they're... realized they need to get big there. They've got Bohana, but they wanted another big big one tech. So, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm good with that. And, and we also, I think, kept Dante Fowler and Terrell Basham, which I was yes. thinking it would be maybe one or the other. So that was a little, little bit of a surprise for me. Um and then linebacker, that's where we went with six rather than five. And and then everyone... I don't need six. Yeah. I, I think, like you said earlier, Luke Gifford, I don't think... I don't think you need him. He's no. he's kind of like the, the linebacker version of Noah Brown. Like, he's had a lot of opportunities, a lot of seasons, and he's just meh. He's just like a a below-average backup. So, yeah, Devin Harper, I I thought showed some good stuff in preseason. I also like um, Story Jackson and Malik Jefferson. They they both had good games and and have had good games throughout the preseason. Um, But 
So I, I think I would take either of those guys over Luke Gifford at this point. But he did make the roster, and then the rest are, are the kind of obvious ones. Um, then secondary, nothing. Th- this is I kind of went back and forth on, on Godwin being there, but ultimately they went with the lineup I thought they would go with. Um, Anthony Day, Anthony Brown, Diggs, Joseph Wright, Lewis, and Deron Bland, which that, that was the one I was I was going back and forth whether it'd be Bland or Godwin. But with the the IR, we're getting CJ Godwin back, so we're ultimately going seven cornerbacks, and then the safeties are the same guys that we um, that that I was expecting. So Hooker and Curse, Wilson, Mukamu, and Bell. Um, so, which is a good group. And and <laughs> there was a recent interview with Jerry Jones where he was, you know, of course, trying to pump that hopium into the, the fans. And he was like, I think this is the best safety group we've had. And, and I actually agree with that. I don't think it matters that much when the rest of your team is has some serious flaws especially the o-line but i i do like this the safety group both starting and and the depth um that we have so and then the uh, special teams we kept brian anger cut the the kicker and the long snapper brought back everyone but currently brett maher is on the practice squad and, um, yeah, so, so I think the—I'm assuming the two guys that we're going to bring in for game day have to be Brett Maher and Cooper Rush or Will Greer, right? I mean, not going to— why not, why not put your kicker on your regular team? That's a good question. Maybe we sign—and— and, you know, they I wouldn't be, be upset with else. us to sign. Yeah, yeah. For either position, I would be totally good with signing someone, and then we we can kick off. You know, Luke Luke Gifford. Um, Dennis Houston should be on the practice squad. Yeah, yeah. Dennis Houston. Unless we're going to have him starting, uh, yeah, kick him the practice squad. Um, Josh Ball. Great practice squad player, yep. but but I'm still I'm pegging him for the the Jason Peters uh, signing, but uh, but then we'd have to kick someone off the practice squad. So let me go through because we've got 16 guys right now. Um, I think the the ones that are pretty firmly entrenched are going to be Cooper Rush, Will Greer, Brett Maher. Then after that, I think everyone else is kind of up for grab. Alec Lin- Alec Lindstrom, I do like. I would like to keep him. Um, Malik Jefferson. Other than that, I- Isaac Alarcon. 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 Um, Alarcon. Well, they he get an exception is, for him too. Yeah. Uh, Sean McKeon, I, I think he's worth keeping around. And Brandon, I, I don't know if I mentioned Brandon Smith. He he, uh-huh. he showed up in the preseason. I'd like to keep him. And Malik Davis also showed up in the preseason. But the rest of these guys, you got Mike Tafua, 
defensive end. Don Dontario Drummond, Aviante Collins, offensive tackle, Carlos Watkins. I'd probably keep Carlos Watkins. He he showed up. Oh, man, that's decent. demeaning to Carlos Watkins because he's been yeah. in the league for a while. Right, right. Yeah. And he actually did okay last year. It's not like I was I was just trashing on him when we signed him, but he actually had probably his best year last year. Um, but he, he should be on the practice squad at, at the very least. But uh, uh, Juan Yes Thompson, Tyler Coyle, and... Kadri Allison. I think any of those six or so guys we could replace with, you know, as we decide to sign people and kick other guys down to the practice squad. Um, I don't think any of those are, you know, players we're going to really miss. Were there any guys that really surprised you that we didn't keep on the final roster or that we didn't keep on the practice squad? No. Yeah. No, I, this is the most predictable it's ever been. Yeah. The only no, guy... I, mean, I, I, I thought they would have gone with McKeon over the rookie. Hendershot, but, yeah. Yeah, but it didn't it didn't surprise me that they decided not to do that, especially since McKeon's hurt. Yeah. Um, I, the Rico Dowdle, um, Link yeah, Davis thing, that yeah. almost was like flipping a coin. Right. You know? Yeah, it was a lot of guys where... A lot of positions where it was like the guy that's kind of established versus the the rookie who really showed up in preseason. Uh, I felt like Dowdle and Malik Davis was like that. McKeon and Hendershot was like that. And, and we, you know, we didn't all go in the same direction every time. Or Duran Bland versus C.J. Godwin a little bit like that. Um, so, yeah, no, nothing shocking to me on the final 53. I, I was a little surprised that we didn't get um, Story Jackson back on the practice squad. I thought he had a good a good pre... It might be because we already had six linebackers, and, and that plus Malik Jefferson, we thought that's too many. We no need to get someone else, but I thought he had a good preseason. Um, but yeah, that's, that's about it. No, nothing else too shocking to me um but uh but yeah i think whether we to me whether we sign jason peter and and it doesn't have to be jason peters but he would be honestly he'd be my my top choice yeah uh, you, any, you you mentioned him a couple weeks yeah ago. yeah i mean he is like like his worst season ever would be an above replacement level left tackle, and yeah. and his season last year was well above replacement level. Again, like yeah. pretty good, pretty solid left tackle. Um, like, very solid left tackle. Very yeah. solid left tackle. He's, I mean, the guy should be a Hall of Famer. At at the end of the day, he's not. He's not nine, elite. nine Pro Bowls. Yeah, nine Pro Bowls, six All Pro teams. Um, he. He's not an elite left tackle anymore like he was in his prime, but he's still very... I mean, he's not... Like, everyone's talking about Andrew Whitworth because he won a Super Bowl. There's not a big difference between them. I, I think Andrew Whitworth skews a little bit like Tyron Smith. He, he's a very, very good left... Ta uh, very, very good pass blocker. Not as good of a run blocker. Um, 
but and P Peters is a little more balanced, but yeah, there, there's not a huge difference. And both of them, you know, Andrew Whitworth was, I think, 38 last year. Jason Peters was 39. Um, got, those guys can play to into their 40, their late 30s and 40s at a high level. They've proven that. So, yeah, I, I really hope we, we make that move. I, honestly, I was, before that news came out that we were bringing him in, I was going to downgrade us a couple win you know I'm I'm putting together a prediction for all all the NFL teams and you know we we went over our game by game predictions this year and I I came to 10 and 7 and I was thinking just by that alone Tyron Smith to Tyler Smith and if that's like the locked in guy that's one or two less wins right off the bat. I, I did the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. So if we can, if Jason Peters is the guy now, I, I think 10 wins is achievable. And, and and I also, I also put a range of outcomes. And I think initially my, my range was like nine to 12 wins. And I, you know, if, if we're going with Tyler Smith, that that's down to, you know, to eight to eleven wins. Um, Jason Peters, I feel, I feel about the same. In I feel honestly, I feel more confident that Jason Peters can last a whole season than I would with Ty Tyrone Smith, even if he hadn't gotten hurt. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that that's going to be the big thing that I'm waiting on this week. But um, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it shakes up. Maybe we address quarterback or kicker as well. I'm, I'm Wide receiver. Doubt, doubting it, but yeah, we'll see. Um, but yeah, that's that's the one that I'm really going to keep my eye out. But uh, I eye out for. So yeah, I think that'll uh, that'll do it for this week. But um, we'll be back next week to preview the first regular season game of the year. Uh, against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and hopefully we'll have some good news to talk about with uh, with a, a signing or two. We'll see. But uh, thanks all for tuning in this week, and until next week, we'll uh, sign off.